0: Welcome to Embrace Your Brain with Dr. D. Joy Coulter. These short weekly brain bits give you fresh glimpses into how your mind works and how to develop its natural brilliance. Welcome to the podcast. Today's topic is, Not Procrastinating, But Nothing Got Done. Why? We're going to look at two possible situations. The first one is unpleasant, and the second one is terrific. The unpleasant one was, You could be trapped in a freeze response. That only looks like procrastination, but we're actually stunned, a lot like deer standing in the headlights. Something has overwhelmed us. What's on our plate is too hard. There are too many tasks. Our minds might be thinking, this can't be happening. Can I see the script? There's a wonderful meditation teacher who's known for her ability to touch the heart Her name is Sylvia Boorstein, B-O-O-R-S-T-E-I-N, if you want to look her up. She's great. And here's what she'll say to herself in a situation like that. Sweetheart, you are in pain. Relax. Take a breath. Let's pay attention to what's happening. Then we'll figure out what to do. That's incredible advice in just a couple of sentences, She suggested first we have to calm down when we're overwhelmed. Then we have to tune in to hopefully a very friendly inner voice that will help us to unpack the situation into workable, bite-sized pieces. And once that's done, we could decide where to start and what to wait on for later. There's another reason we might find that nothing's getting done, but we can't say we're procrastinating. It could be that we are incubating. Incubation is like the background music for your day. If you've figured out how to do it, it's an incredible talent. Because what you're doing all day is you're paying attention to ordinary things. You're having conversations. You're doing tasks. You're using your conscious thinking skills. Well, all along, you've got this other zone that's playing with puzzle pieces in the background or cooking up an idea. It's like you have a back burner system. It's a wonderful brain skill to develop. Here's how it goes about. The first thing you need to do is enjoy the state of not knowing. Enjoy just saying, I don't know, beats me. Tolerate ambiguity or confusion because it's a good thing. It's a requirement if you want to learn to incubate. Then, we've talked sometimes about how the brain has different speeds, and you have to enter the one that's kind of dreamy and quite slow, sometimes we call it theta, and it can hum along while you go about your day. You learn to feed that zone with new pieces of the puzzle you're working on, the project that hasn't come together yet. And so far, you may not even realize you're working on the project, You think you're procrastinating since nothing is really getting productive right yet. During the incubative stage, what you're doing is you're waiting for something called coherence to happen. You've gathered pieces. You keep gathering more pieces. say, I don't know the answer, but I think this is another piece of it. And what you're actually waiting for is for those pieces to suddenly cascade into a pattern. That's what coherence is. It brings things into connection. So if you want to have that happen, you have to meditate on the calendar because this zone has no sense of time, and you're going to have to prod it in order to get the deadline met. Be ready, though. If you're doing this, be ready for the brain to flash, and that will come when it gets the last important piece. It triggers major action this coherence or gluing together happens and a new pattern emerges. That's when your conscious mind gets interrupted with the news and you get this, aha, I have an idea. You had no idea you were that close. Here's what the brain is actually doing. The brain is linking that dreamy zone that you were in in the back burner with a very high speed zone that starts spinning and the spinning calls for lots of fuel in order to create a pattern. So we've got this strange kind of fuel in the brain. There are these little star cells, and inside them they have glucagon, which is much more powerful than sugar for the brain, and it releases a lot of glucagon when this activity is going on. Some physicists are even thinking that perhaps when the glucagon is released all at once like that, it actually triggers a sense of light inside the brain. So it's no wonder we say the idea dawned on us or we light up with our discovery and why cartoonists usually draw light bulbs over the heads of inventors. Another time we'll devote a whole podcast perhaps to learning how to have more ahas in your life. If you're enjoying these podcasts, I hope you'll share them with friends and please visit us at embraceyourbrain.com to check out some really great resources. Hello.